This podcast is brought to you by Not Just Another Detox, your two-week startup to change your lifestyle and habits. This is brought to you by mgherbs.com.au. To find out more, go to the website and click on Not Just Another Detox and start your change today. My name is Melissa Gearing and I am the Naked Naturopath. Thanks for listening in. Today I want to talk about uh, diet, vegan in particular and vegetarian. I get a lot of questions about this and um, help people out with their diet every day in the clinic. Most of you will know by now I'm a huge meat eater um, and even though I'm a nutritionist and I do believe that different diets suit different people um, you know, throughout their life and in different ways and that we should eat for our own genetics and for what benefits us, I did bring in an expert to talk vegan and vegetarian with me. Welcome, Sindra. Hello, thanks for having me. Some of you will know Sindra from um, being the Holistic Health Honey and also from being under the MG Herbs banner. We'll put a little link below to who she is, what she does, and a picture because she's beautiful. And um, you guys can also go onto the website anytime, www.mgherbs.com, and go meet the team, and you'll see Sindra there. You as will. Well. She's a little blurb. <laughs> but the reason I wanted you here is because you are the only healthy vegan that I know. <laughs> yes, I think uh, there's a lot of vegans out there that go vegan and then don't really know what to do mm-hmm. with the rest of the story. So once they eliminate everything, they are left with not a lot and then they're not sure how to put that together into healthy meals. So Yeah, and a lot of the, we'll talk about vegan replacements as well <laughs> with my uh, background in health food. I sold a hell of a lot of unhealthy vegan food, you know, because a lot of the stuff they make, you know, they'll make vegan-like cheese or vegan-like meat or, um, you know, what do you call it? Ficken. <laughs> stuff, fake, fake chicken. Bacon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, bacon and ficken and, you know, yeah. all that stuff. Um, even, you know, I think I saw fuggets once. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. So oh, fake meat alternatives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you've listened to any other podcast you know that I um, have a real probably issue with soy and that's something that you avoid as well so really wanted to kind of open this conversation because so many people just think that vegan number one vegan is healthy number two that it will lose them weight and number three that it's easy when mm. actually I have to explain to people that it's almost a full-time job especially at the start especially yeah so tell me um what I guess how you came to it like what made you want to be vegan I had wanted to be vegetarian for a long time. I don't really know. I guess it was a com- combination of ethical and just kind of wanting to do it, not loving meat. So I only ate chicken really and fish for a long time. And then I met my um, partner who was vegan at the time. And I guess that was a pretty big catalyst for me to start eating more vegetarian based food because that was all that she ate and I slowly transitioned from vegan to vegetarian pretty easily because um I was eating with her all the time so you mean vegetarian to vegan sorry vegetarian yeah, to, I'm yeah. With you. yeah. <laughs> um yes so yeah I was vegetarian for a while and still really enjoying a lot of ice cream <laughs> that was like my one weakness I'm like 
I could be vegan if I didn't love ice cream and like desserts so much. <laughs> that was the only thing holding me back from being vegan. And then Melanie, my partner, made me watch a documentary called, I think it might have been Vegucated or Food Inc. I mm-hmm. can't exactly remember which one because I've seen them all and I recommend everyone should go and watch them yeah. if you're a meat eater or not. Cowspiracy, like yeah. yeah. Any of those, you definitely should get educated about what you're putting mm-hmm. in your mouth. Anyway, so I watched that and I literally had finished eating a tub of Ben and Jerry's ice cream <laughs> all to myself. And the cup, the part about dairy came on and I had just finished the ice cream and I was like, well, that's the last Ben and Jerry's I'm ever having because that's disgusting and I don't want any part of that. Yeah. So I guess that last little bit kind of pushed me over the edge and then from then I was vegan. Mm. So there's a, the difference between vegetarian and vegan, um, we know, I guess there's an argument there that we know that vegetarian in our history as human beings, vegetarians have been sustainable, they've been healthy people, um, there's been huge cultures, there's huge amounts, uh, numbers of people who are healthy vegetarians and that's because they have dairy and they have eggs. So as a vegan, you don't eat any animal-based products? No. So no dairy, no eggs, and depending on how strict you are, no honey. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to, depending on why you're vegan, if you're vegan for ethical reasons, then technically you wouldn't be using any animal products mm-hmm. in any part of your life. So no gelatin. I did have a lady in the health food shop a couple of years ago who wouldn't eat seaweed. Do you go that far? Oh, I, I wouldn't. But it's a plant, right? But mm. she said because the algae and the seaweed. Oh, and, right. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't do I wouldn't do that. But I mean like in terms of lifestyle products <laughs> as well. So in terms of leather and mm-hmm. things like that in your personal life, okay. yeah. um, if you're a full vegan, then you wouldn't really do any of that stuff either. Yeah, Technically. Cool. So how long have you been vegan? I was vegan for... Um, let me see, 2012, 13, 14, 15, maybe like three years. Mm-hmm. And just in this past kind of um, six months maybe or so, maybe a little bit longer, I've actually started eating uh, eggs mm-hmm. and a few other animal-based products for my gut. So yeah. solely, yeah, to heal mm-hmm. my heal my gut with medicinal food medicinal yeah yeah. Okay. yeah so um which was really hard for me at first like when so melanie my partner started eating eggs and i was like oh okay i was really hungry all the time like mm-hmm. i would get to lunchtime and i'd be starving mm-hmm. and i would have to eat so many snacks and i was really just sick of having to eat all the time and so she started eating eggs and i don't know it took me a while to come around to it but i guess I wanted to have a bit more energy and I was kind of feeling a bit flat. So we started eating eggs, but obviously still organic and free range and so not ethical just from ethical, ethical eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, started doing that maybe six months or just over ago. I think it's the number one sign of health that you can make that decision and, and have a little change when your body needs it. I know that you're working out differently you know when you lift weights you need more protein you need more sustenance the biggest thing um, that happens with my uh, vegetarian clients when they want to go vegan is the protein is taken out because the beautiful thing about an egg or uh, dairy is that it's got protein it's got fat it's a really nice balance and 
a lot of amino acids in an egg. Uh, the thing about being vegan is you have to team all those foods up. And that's why I say it's like a job. You have to learn. Mm. Firstly, you have to learn the techniques to do yeah. that. And you, then you have to start teaming all your food up. And you do literally have to eat uh, a hell of a lot more yeah. like, quantity-wise. And because I'm not really keen in, on soy and I'm also gluten-free, so straight away you're kind of ruling out like tofu and any kind of tofu-based mm-hmm. product and then you're also ruling out most pre-packaged vegan foods, which I wouldn't eat anyway because I don't eat any like Processed, processed, processed stuff. food, yeah. whether it's gluten-free. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so that kind of rules out all of that stuff and then you're not left with that much else. And I've also had to take out lentil or legumes out of my diet um, just for the moment because of my gut. So it's like kind of left with nothing <laughs> and um, like I'm not skinny but I'm, I'm slim so I didn't want to like not have yeah. any meat on my bones. And, and I'm really active. Energy. Yeah. yeah, you are super active. Yeah. Yeah, so that just that, I guess, you know, having options because when we don't have options for food, often it affects your mental health as well. And I've seen a lot of vegetarians um, try to go vegan and then automatically kind of their anxiety will flare Mm. um, because there's just such a limit on Mm. their food. And it is because they're not stabilising their blood sugar levels, yeah. which has a huge impact on your mental health, the way you think, the way you feel, your mood, you know, yeah. so you get, like I call it, hangry mm. because yeah. you're constantly trying to eat veggies, fruit, you know, lentils, legumes, and yeah. they're all carbohydrate-based yeah. and they just spike your blood sugar level and then it yeah. dips back down and so on and so forth. I guess depending on the person, you know, you could do it really beautifully and if you didn't have an overly active lifestyle Mm -hmm. and you were very well versed in how to plan your meals, then I do think maybe you could be a healthy vegan but you would really have to look at, especially breakfast is is hard if you don't eat eggs and if you don't, if you're gluten-free as well. It's hard to kind of work a really healthy, sustaining breakfast around being vegan. I'm sure there is a way to do it and I'm sure... Well, I know that some people can do it really well and they thrive. Um, but for me, it just, yeah, it didn't necessarily work, which is is hard to come to after, especially when you do it for an ethical reason. But then I think I was thinking about this last night and I was like, oh, what would I call my diet? Because like I eat eggs and stuff now and I don't eat dairy still, but, and I would say it's more just like a mindful diet. Yeah, I love that. As opposed to anything really specific. Yeah. And you know, Sam and I eat meat every night, but I would still say we have a mindful diet. We source that meat. Yeah. We eat, we try and eat nose to tail wherever we can. You yeah. Know, like look at eating all the organs and using that whole animal rather than, you know, every single person in Australia buying chicken breast for dinner every night. That yeah. poor, that chicken only has two breasts. Yeah. You know? It's so unsustainable. Yeah. And I think when you take the focus and the guilt away from, oh my God, I'm not vegan anymore or whatever. And then you can start applying that energy into other areas of your life. So you can be more mindful when you go to the supermarket and instead of getting a plastic bag, bring your own. Yeah. You can start being more mindful about where your food scraps go, where your food's coming from, um, where you're, you know, sourcing even like clothes and things like that from. And you can start to, yeah, use that energy in other areas of your life. And that's what I've yeah. done. Waking up to your choices, mm. which are choices. Yeah. We don't have to be spoon-fed all of our choices. Like yeah. these these cage eggs are a dollar cheaper. Yeah. You know, we're going to put a yellow sign on them, buy them, buy them, buy them because they're the Woolworths brand. Or, yeah. You know, so 
shouldn't mention <laughs> supermarket big chains <laughs> might get sued but um yeah like they're they're a cheaper brand and you know mm. we're really pushed to buy certain things so yeah like the supermarkets purposely make um a choice cheaper that they want to push mm. even cheaper than they buy it in for yeah to push that purchase and then push out the other brands mm. so they sell their biscuits for uh, less than cost yeah to get people to buy them so that then they have that monopoly i guess mm. you know on that which is a whole nother podcast it is really yes. we could talk about that all day i Quite think mindful, yeah yeah and i think for me going vegan kind of started me on that journey of being more mindful so i do think it's a really great thing even if you just did it for a week but not even go vegan like just start to be more mindful with what you eat and how you cook and how you live and that was a big catalyst for me i could not be vegan (laughs) be vegetarian (laughs) we try to be meat free one night a week yeah and i wake up in the night starving and i like i know so much about food yeah (laughs) i literally i had a small portion of fish for dinner last night and 2 a.m this morning oh my god (laughs) i was up with like pain hunger pain um, it was, you know, it's ridiculous. And I know it's ridiculous. We went to Japan for our honeymoon and they do very small amounts of fish, rice, you know, lots of carbohydrate, rice-based, and then a little bit of veggies on the side. I, like, that was the hardest two weeks of my life. <laughs> and that's the thing, like, that would never work for you. And mm. for someone else, it might work. Perfectly. Work perfectly. So I think at the end of the day, you know, you have to listen to your body. Like, when I – because I got a parasite – um, when I was in Mexico and kind of had have been on a journey with my gut health. But when I started kind of experiencing symptoms and they weren't going away, and I'm a health coach as well, so I, I knew to an extent what to do mm-hmm. and I obviously have people like you around me to help me through that and it just wasn't getting any better. And to have to kind of realise, all right, I need to take some things out and put some things in that maybe I don't love like bone broth Mm -hmm. and which I made for you yeah (laughs) you know that was really hard for me but you can't well you can I guess be really ignorant and ignore your body but there's only so much of an extent that you can have this idea in your head like I'm vegan I'm not having bone broth but I'm actually not well yeah and sometimes you need to acknowledge that and listen to yourself and follow that through as opposed to just standing by this like Mm. i'm vegan i love that and worried that people might go oh my god you're not vegan anymore i'll just point out to nobody's using the bones more and more people Mm. can use those bones you know what i mean you're not killing another animal either by using those bones if you wanted to have some organ meats they will it's very unlikely i don't (laughs) no but that more animals would need to be killed because not enough people are using those parts and eating those parts of the animal but you bring up a really another really good point, and that's that labelling that we put ourselves in, mm-hmm. you know, like in everything. But dietary labelling just seems to be so rough, you know, like and then there's that whole other world of dogmatism and, um, you know, orthorexia because we, we want to eat in such strict guidelines and it's so dangerous. I think I was orthorexic. Yeah. For yeah. a while. Like I was really obsessed with like exactly what I was eating and like thinking about it all the time and... Um, yeah, maybe not to like to an extreme extent because obviously I'm not now, but yeah, I, I think especially when you're vegan, I love vegan and I love the whole movement, but it can really 
get a little bit out of hand in terms of lots of vegans kind of shoving it down other people's faces that maybe don't like religion yeah and it can (laughs) it can get a little bit um over the top i think in in my opinion because you know it's not for everyone like we've Mm. spoken about so when you've declared yourself vegan for x amount of years and then suddenly you're not anymore it's it's hard it's really hard yeah yeah it's really hard change your mentality the way you think the, yeah. the way you present yourself to the world and what you found important in your presentation mm-hmm. is changing. Yeah. So, I mean, I have a lot of vegan, like, people in the community that know me as a vegan and I, well, they'll know now. <laughs> but I haven't been like, hey, I'm not vegan anymore because I just know that, like, that straight back. away there'll be a massive And the judgment around pushback. food mm-hmm. as well that comes into that, yeah. So yeah. you feel like you'll be judged for eating eggs. Yeah huge hugely that's so upsetting mm. yeah and like you said it goes both ways a meat a full meat diet like i eat is not going to suit you no way you're going to feel so <laughs> unwell don't think so i think you feel heavy and bloated and unwell yeah and, you know you would go downhill again yeah you have yeah. to find what suits you yeah i think so as well and <clears throat> i just want to touch back on um you know the people that have that vegan mindset in terms of like I used to flip over a food package and look for milk, eggs, mm-hmm. and, and you know anything else that wasn't vegan. That's all. So, you know, in terms of now, if I flip over a package, I look for like, has it got numbers? Has it yep. got gluten? Has it got sugar? Blah blah blah. You know, um, I think a lot of vegans just go, is it vegan? Yep, great. And some for some reason, I don't really understand why a lot of people perceive vegan as healthy yes they do they like i'm gonna be vegan i'm gonna be healthy Mm. but when you're eating like pre-packaged sausages and you can get so many vegan products Mm -hmm. now so when you're eating pre-packaged sausages pre-packaged pizza pre-packaged soy condensed milk in a can oh yeah (laughs) that's gross yeah (laughs) but like when i was first vegan like we'd go and get to the supermarket and we'd get soy whip Oh yeah, we got soy and whip. soy like soy ice cream, mm-hmm. and we lived in Canada, so there was these really good um, like chicken, like chicken inverted commas, um, like marinated chicken things, and we'd get fake um, like sandwich slices, mm-hmm. you know, like to make your sandwiches yeah, like with deli meat kind of thing. Yep, yep. fake mayonnaise to put on it, then some fake cheese, and that's no better really than eating that stuff that's not vegan, except that you're not harming any animals. But then you have to think about the production of those foods. Mm. Well, look at soy production. There's ethical issues rife in soy. Yeah. So you could take that same approach. Yeah. So it's it's really interesting to look at it, I guess, from a more of an outside perspective now and to see, yeah, it's a lot more complex than just I'm going to go vegan, off I go, you know. There's so much more to think about. and But, like, depending on what you value. Yeah, what suits you? What do you value? What makes you feel well? <clears throat> How can we make it work? And, yeah, we can definitely make – I can make vegetarian work. Some cases I, I try with vegan, but often I find – and it can take years before those people start to feel deficient or lacking mm. or not as energetic or – do you know what the most common thing I see is that they put on weight. Mm. So whether their body is under stress or whether yeah. that is the vegan – processed food yeah i don't know 
Um, but yeah, I, I just see them put on weight. Uh, there's one in particular, this one lady I watched just deteriorate mentally over like six years in health mm. food. And, you know, it's a long time to watch someone go downhill and just change. Her personality changed and she was incredibly depressed and anxious. And, you know, I'd always say to her, look, why don't you just think about changing your diet? You know, she was so strict. This mm. is a seaweed lady. Um, and, you know, and I just, I watched her kids. She was a forced, you know, vegan family. Mm. Her kids just put on weight mm. and become really pudgy little kids and her just go downhill mentally and I just thought, this doesn't suit you guys, you know? No. For some reason, wherever you've come from, your your genes don't suit this way. Yeah. It's switching on all of your... The wrong things. Or your obesity genes yeah. for your kids and your mental health stuff. Yeah. Like, it's just switching on all the wrong genes and not communicating with yourselves properly. Yeah. I think when I started to read into soy as well and realised all of the detrimental hormonal effects... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like definitely since I have cut a lot of that out of my diet, definitely notice like my skin is like a lot better and periods really regular and stuff like mm. that. So it's interesting to look at that side of things and as I guess well. If that, yeah, that is hormone, that hormonal changes have an impact on that weight as Huge, well. Huge, massive. Because look, I'm, you know, not stereotyping, but most of the vegans I've served over my time were overweight oh, yeah but they were all buying and so excited when you know we had the soy condensed milk and get mm. eight cans yeah not, not exaggerating and then i kind of think if you're buying that stuff i don't know like what do you what do you about like what do you value do, are you just looking for i think if you're going to live vegan and if you're going to live vegan well then you can't just go looking for replacements mm. like yeah just eat the real food eat, just eat the real food like yeah. Find a way to make your own fake bacon at home with coconut um, flakes. Yeah, we make it. Yeah, <laughs> man, we make it with coconut. Um, what's that stuff called? Jackfruit. Oh yeah, nice. Jackfruit and marinate that in some liquid smoke. And, yeah, cool. I don't know Melanie does all this amazing things. Coconut aminos. Yeah, coconut yep. aminos, stuff like that. Just make like it's not hard. And the internet is like the best thing ever. Yeah. So if you want to ever make anything, well, the best and worst. Oh, the best and worst. I think that's where the vegan vegan be vegan to yeah be healthy this is from. true yeah <laughs> but there's so many amazing options you as mel said before though you have to be it's it's a full-time job it's a job yeah you have to be until you get the hang of it yeah and even then you want to you get sick of those foods so you want to change so you yeah. have to learn you have to want to cook you, you can't have be vegan to, without cooking well you can you just go get the pre-packaged pizza yeah. and eat that healthy you, vegan. you can't be a healthy vegan without cooking we make everything mm. we cook breakfast um, for lunch, or oh, I just have the same thing every day, a smoothie bowl usually, or a salad, but um, make everything from scratch. Yeah. And then dinner, like Melanie makes everything from scratch, including the sauce that we use and um, everything. You know what I used to think? Scratch. Um, I used to think that I was more vegan than those people. And I, I only eat meat every day, but yeah. I'm like, I just feel like I'm – you know, I was closer to a natural diet than they yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is what they're trying to achieve, I think, in the start. And then... I don't know. I think consumerism just blows out of proportion. It's like gluten-free. We're not just picking yes. on vegans. No. I always write in my food detective reports that if you came back for gluten, avoid the processed gluten-free stuff because it's just junk food whether it's junk like whether it's gluten-free junk food or vegan junk food or whatever it's all junk food it's so junk food 
Yeah. And it's so bad for you. It's te- it's terrible. I have so many people, they, you know, go gluten-free and they go, yeah, I got these gluten-free Tim Tams and I got these gluten-free um, pastas and breads and I got gluten-free, um, I don't know, I don't know, ice cream. You see ice cream says gluten-free now? Gluten-free <laughs> label is on things that never contain gluten. I saw coconut oil, coconut oil. Gluten-free. And it says gluten-free yeah. and vegan. And I'm like... Is coconut oil. You know There's I'm, one ingredient. Well, there should be one ingredient. I'm all for uh, labeling laws becoming better, mm. but I feel like that's marketing. Oh, it's gluten free, sure. I'll grab it. Yeah, it's gluten-free, I'll grab it. Same, like it's vegan. Oh, you know, and there's a supermarket, a small supermarket now here in Newcastle that carries all kinds of vegan things. And I've seen all kinds of people in the health industry put up pictures of them with this stuff. And I think, have you actually looked at the ingredients? Like they are terrible, Mm. terrible. And if, if health is what you value, then it's so easy to make your own ice cream. Yeah. Like, we have an ice cream maker from Kmart. It was, like, $19 or something. <laughs> and then, you know, yeah, you just use, like, your coconut cream or um, or even just blend up some, like, frozen banana and yeah. mango and you're done. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be complicated. No. Nope. You don't have to go and replicate, like, I don't know, you know, your Ben & Jerry's. I'll probably never eat Ben & Jerry's again, but that's fine. Like, you... You have to be willing to compromise, I think, if you yeah. want to be healthy a little bit. Yeah, definitely. But there's some amazing healthy stuff out there too, there's as well. There's some really ethical um, little companies great. producing great vegan and gluten-free yeah. stuff. Yeah, like, like Loving Earth, Yep. you know, Panna. Yep. I'm just talking about chocolate because that's what I love. Chocolate's all the best. Um, <laughs> there's a brand called Pico and they're all ethical as well. Mm. They're all like ethically sourced beans. And you can get Panna on my website as oh, well. You can. <laughs> <laughs> like a little plug. But that's how easy it is. You literally can order it over the internet. Yeah. And find those things. And hemp, like, um, I get ethically sourced hemp, which is technically not to be consumed in Australia, but I get mine on the internet and it's really good. And hemp and marijuana are actually they are completely, completely different, different plants. And we're the only country in Australia that in the world. In the world, sorry. Yeah. That doesn't um, and that's anyway. An that's issue not with our Again, labelling and mis- misinformation and stuff like that. Mm. Interesting you bring up dairy. I love the dairy debate. Um, it's, you know, it's an industry that's just really come from saving lives, uh, like wheat. I, you know, wheat has come from saving lives mm. to now just being mass-produced and over-consumed and we're buying $2 cartons of milk, um, which is a huge issue. And in my heart, it's like eggs too, my heart just breaks when I see trolleys full of um, Coles milk or, or no-name eggs. <coughs> I've picked on both Woolies and Coles now. <laughs> Sorry. Not um, but I actually wrote a blog a little while ago on dairy and the amount of pus that is allowed to be in each, you know, uh, batch of milk because there's a certain amount that's allowed to be in there because the cows are actually, their teats are constantly pumped so they're all hooked up to the machines, you know, all the time and they're, they're infected. So then they're pumped full of antibiotics and that's this continuous process. Is that kind of what made you not want to Oh yeah, yeah. I was told I was dairy-free, like, I mean dairy-free, like lactose intolerant by a kinesiologist, not by an actual like test, but like a long time ago. So I, and I didn't love milk in coffee anyway. So I switched to like soy in coffee, like before I was even vegetarian or anything like that, but I still ate ice cream. (laughs) 
because, you know. Um, but, yeah, when I saw that bit, I guess I'd always known that it wasn't that ethical, but I hadn't really, like, looked into it because I didn't want to because I knew what was waiting on the other side. Um, but, yeah, when I saw that, that documentary, I'm pretty sure it was Food Inc. in the dairy part of that. Mm. I was like, that's disgusting and I don't need to be part of that and I don't want to feed into that. Yeah. I don't want to contribute my money into that industry. Mm. And that's, I guess, for me the same with, like, mass-produced meat. I don't want to, like, when I ate it, you know, I don't, I don't want to give money into that, those people. I don't want to encourage that disgusting behaviour. Mm. Like, that's, you wouldn't treat, like, a pet like that. Why do we go and treat these, like, innocent creatures, like, in this way? Um, so I guess, yeah, that is really, like, huge for me. Like, yeah. it really, like, pulls at my heart when I see people, yeah, as you said, like, or just eating, like, a McDonald's mm-hmm. Big Mac and a, I don't know, like, a big... Is there a doco out about Maccas yet? Mm-hmm. Like, um... How they must, I guess Surely can, there would be. I know there was one, I can't remember the name of it, but um, it had how most of the mints in America, like 90-something percent, is chlorinated mm. seven different times. Like it's batch oh, wow. dipped into chlorine up to seven seven times in the one processing. And, yeah, and 90% of that mince that goes to all the hamburger shops and pre-made everything, pre-made pies and everything that you buy mm. is coming from that this one factory. Yeah, oh, it was, I think I was, did um, see this. I, it was I, about E. coli, actually, because yeah. E. coli is still alive yeah. after that many batch yeah. dippings because the cows are so unhealthy. Mm. But it's, And it's the same thing with wheat, like as mm. you've spoken about on this podcast before, and it's the same thing with your fruit and vegetables. Yep. Not to the same extent, but in a different way. Yeah. So... What you do we know, do? What do you do? We go to the bloody farmers markets. You go to the farmers to markets. You see what's what's in your food. You go see, see Tim. You see it's Tim. Tim's my farmer friend. Oh. <laughs> and I talked to him about the meat. I'm like, what are you doing? There's no grass because he's mm. getting no rain. Yeah. And he's like, look, sometimes I have to top them up with this, this, this. Okay, yeah. I'm okay with that mm. because you just you know what you're feeding them. You know, you yeah. look after your cows. They're all on the free range. Yeah. I'm ha- I'm really happy and comfortable buying my meat from him. Yeah, and then supporting him as well. Exactly, and his family who sell the meat. Yes, you know, like and not not giving your money to massive corporations who have absolutely no ethics whatsoever. We've just recently switched to buying all of our fruit and veg organic, which I just bit the bullet. <laughs> I'm like, no, do you have to go organic? This is ridiculous. Are you getting it delivered? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are you getting? From the one that you said? Yeah, cool. Yeah. Go organics. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I think we get doorstep organics, actually. Okay, cool. Yeah. So there's a couple of options. Yeah. But then we get our eggs from there mm. and all the produce from there. And I know that I know where it's coming from and, you know, that's really important one to me. One of the things I talked about at my Food is Medicine talk was, too, that then you get seasonal food. We don't, yeah. like, we don't pick our box. We're just, like, Randomly. we just get yeah. the seasonal food because, to me, that's a whole other job that I'm not up on. I don't know what grows when it grows. I'm not a farmer. No. And you can't be an expert on everything. So I let the farmer do that and yeah. send me a box of the seasonal food. Yeah. And we've actually found that we save money now. Because you use it all. You use it as all. As well. You've got a meal plan, which yeah. I think is key to efficient, you know, kitchening. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, we actually save money. So it costs us 70 bucks to get that delivered to our door and it's got more fruit and veg than we can eat. I had to give a bunch of zucchinis to my mum the other day. Yeah. 
you know, like that's, it's heaps. Yeah. Plenty. And really as a vegan or vegetarian, like that should be your diet. Mm. Nine, you know, well, 80, you 80%. Yeah. That, that should be what you're eating and, and the other, you know, maybe 20 or 30%, maybe some tempeh if it hasn't been contaminated, contaminated. What did I say? Contaminated. If it hasn't been, <laughs> you know, stuff added to it, like maybe some organic lentils or legumes that you've soaked and sprouted Mm -hmm. that should be like the other portion maybe some nuts if you can eat them yeah you know that's seeds that's it seeds yeah that's really all we buy what else do you need i don't know well i I need some meat (laughs) yeah that's it really like that's oh we get like a a good gluten-free bread Mm -hmm. um that's it really it's so interesting that um Whenever you talk about food, it always comes back to industry and money now. And if we continue to support those industries and those big uh, companies that can monopolise then what we buy and then we won't have a choice, that's where this whole food thing spirals out of control because that's what's happened. Mm. We've supported huge companies to produce more meat, to produce cheaper bread, to produce cheaper milk, all of those those three staples really that um, we as Australians live on. And we've wanted it cheaper, 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 more, 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 too much, more than we can possibly eat now. And so, um, you know, there's that huge issue with demand and supply. And so we've got more than we can possibly eat. And it's cheaper than, than, you know, anyone can make money on. Mm. And that's where the the farmers actually are the ones who suffer, not the big companies. Yeah. And if we continue to do that, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And that's wheat, that's soy, that's dairy, that's eggs, you know, um, that's all our big food groups. Yeah. And it's fruit and veg. Yes, for sure. And I guess, you know, yes, it is expensive to go to these smaller guys and, like, yes, you have to have the disposable income to, to spend on it. But if you, if you want those prices to go down, if you, if you don't want to support big companies, then sometimes, yeah, you have to give up your... I don't know, your boozy weekend to buy your organic groceries and, and then your organic wine, maybe on top of that, you know, (laughs) but like, that's like, and again, it comes back to values, but it's a choice and it is a choice and it is a sacrifice. Yeah. Sometimes being like how I eat gluten-free vegetarian and like no crap, um, (laughs) you know, when you go out, like it limits your choices and that's, them's the breaks, you know, like, you know what, then you save money because you don't go out. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So maybe, um, just tips if you are, I guess, vegetarian or like wanting to go vegetarian or wanting to go vegan. My biggest tip with going out would be a, either look at the menu before you go mm-hmm. and make sure that you can actually eat there. Um, you can give them, I've tried this and it's never worked, but you could try to, and just, you know, See how you go. You can call up the restaurant and ask them if they do have anything that you can eat. Let them know what your dietary requirements are. This goes for any diet. Mm. And give them a bit of a heads up. You know, maybe they'll make you something in particular. I feel like people are really great. Depends where you go, I suppose. Yeah. 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 Give them a call and say, yeah. Hey. I don't, it can't hurt. No. Um, Surely they can rustle you up a salad. Sh- well, you know, <laughs> when you tell people that, 
you don't eat this and that and then you're also gluten-free then like oh god let's just give you a whole bowl of like lettuce leaves sometimes my dad says cardboard happens yeah he says i live on cardboard (laughs) but like there's a lot more restaurants now that will do well, they've got to if they want to make stuff. money, don't they? Yeah, because lots they have of people to. have uh, food intolerances, allergies, yeah. you know, all that stuff. Food yeah. choices. Or just eat before you go. Sometimes, if I, I look at the menu and I like, I can't eat anything. I'll just eat before I go, and then I'll have some chips or something. I do that anyway because I'm at this point where I'm a really like quite a stuck up bitch, and I just prefer to cook myself. Yeah, like, and I go. Well, you out. know what's in it. You know what's in it. No, I'm just unimpressed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just know my stomach's so sensitive these days. Like any like different oil or something like that i'm like well it's no good so yeah you just have to be prepared be prepared and and just do your research yeah with everything it's like you can go to beautiful places that are really affordable like we've got this great place in hamilton that's vegetarian vegan they have a bunch of stuff there um kind of on a buffet and you can just choose what you want and i think it's great like yeah I eat there all the time because I don't need meat three times a day. Like, I'm not an animal. I'm not a cave woman. I'm just a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah. And it depends on your area. But you do – if you want to go vegan, healthy vegan, you have to, like – you have to learn to like cooking. You do. If you want to be healthy, I think you have to learn to like cooking. I think so as well. If somebody comes to me and they're like, I'm not willing to get in the kitchen, I'm like, I don't really know what I can do for you. Like, what, what can I do? Seriously. Uh, okay, well, let's find a company that can deliver good quality food to you and yeah. it's going to be super expensive. Yeah, there is, one in, there is one in our area, yeah. um, but it's very expensive. Yeah. But it will do that. Yeah, so, and you can do that if you have that if that's income. Your, yeah. And that's what you want to do and you that's cool. The access to do that. But there's such a beauty in preparing the food that you love with the choices that you want to make in that as well. Like, I find a lot of people, as they get, they get their food intolerance um, stuff sorted they start to find a real um you know identity i guess in that they can have these foods and they can prepare them and cook them and i can teach them how to make beautiful meals that Mm. half the time are nicer than what they had in the past anyway and they're without all of these foods yeah which is so rewarding yeah like for me to be able to do that for people yeah and the good thing about if you are vegetarian like you make a massive salad or like a yeah. you know huge like vegetable curry like risotto it lasts forever yeah and then you don't have to worry about it like going bad or whatever with meat and being out in the sun and blah 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 you yeah. know whatever like it's it's pretty fine so yeah i think just enjoy it and be creative and maybe we should tell people about alternative milks because that just really annoys me Oh, yeah. Well, we could write a blog, but also we could, we could just pump some out. <laughs> we you got, what do you got? Like, do you mean just talk about them? I mean, just like people having packaged alternative milks and thinking that they're healthy, like yeah. almond milk, for example. Yeah. So you really have to look at that ingredient list. And there's not many. They're all going to have any. a vegetable oil yeah. in them um, because that's what they use. And they're, they're very likely going to have a bunch of other stuff. But if you can find one with just almonds, vegetable oil and salt, and water, that's mm. the best thing that you can get pre-packaged. But how easy is it to make? It Well, yeah, it is. It's not, I've made it before. It's a little bit annoying. But you, if you have the right things, if you're like your do nut you do bag. The whole and yeah, I yeah. just zhuzh it up and then In strain the it. Vitamix or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you could do that too. It never tastes as good because it doesn't have the added sugar and that's stuff it. like that. But if you can find one, there's a couple of good brands out there that you can get. Um What's that one in the green and yellow? Australia's own. That one used to be okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't drink almond milk now, but yeah, it used to be okay. But really, no more than four ingredients. Like, and if you look at oh, look, 
there's a brand out there, a soy brand, and they've got their their options with almond milk and oh. stuff like that. But it's all got added soy as well. It's not 100% almond no. milk, and that's why it's cheaper. You know, it's like two dollars cheaper than the real almond milk yeah. because it's got soy added, um, which you really want to avoid. Like one of my big recommendations is if you're going to go dairy free, you avoid soy as well. Yeah, it's just part and par. And you have to. So I mean, I just have coconut milk. Yeah, cocoa quench is tetra packed yeah it's fantastic i have that in yeah my recommendation it's affordable now as well yeah. it's come down a lot in price because everyone's ditching the yeah. other stuff yeah there's and a bunch of coffee shops like yeah. everywhere in byron bay use coco yes and everywhere. even up here a couple of coffee shops are starting to get yeah, it we got some good guys yeah but just yeah even when you go out like most coffee shops have crap milk and don't be afraid to ask yeah i always ask they're like oh we have this new coconut milk i'm like oh can i see the ingredients please and then half I'm like, half I'm soy. good. Yeah. <laughs> Just have a milk lab one. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. So, yeah, don't be afraid to ask. And yeah. I don't care if people think I'm a pain in the butt. <laughs> no, it's your body. It's your choice. You yeah. You put in what you want. But the, um, the other milk options, cashew milk, hazelnut milk. Mm, and they're all this, they're not very good. If you make it Macadamia. Yourself. Oh, if you make it yourself. Macadamia milk. Macadamia. But the other thing is, like, I couldn't do nuts for a really long time. Are you not doing nuts now no. as well? No. So I'd do seed milks. Why can't we have pepita mm. milk, sunflower yeah. milk, sunflower seed milk, all yeah. that kind of stuff is... Pepita milk's actually really nice. Yeah. It's Mix really them. good. It is quite creamy. Yeah. Yeah. Really nice. Um, Mix them together. Can't really do a chia seed milk. No, that would be too much. <laughs> <laughs> too many seeds that's way too many but no. you can like there's so many options and you just need to you know what one of the most important things is, is having like-minded people to talk to oh my gosh so much and I definitely did not have that when I first came out as vegan um, <laughs> my family was like what are you doing happy um they're fine now actually um I think I've inspired them a little bit to change their ways which is nice my sister as well um but yeah like I think people can be really judgmental and it's important to to have like a community of people and I had a couple of girlfriends who weren't vegan but definitely in that mindful eating kind of thing and mm. um we went away together and we had a really good time like preparing meals together and stuff like that and it's mm. nice if you can have that and if not, on the online, like, if you find a nice online community to be part well, of. you get a really awesome nutritionist to work with. Yeah, like you. <laughs> or a holistic health coach who does like me. a lot of nutrition work. Yeah. yeah. Definitely get people to help. Yeah. You know, Come like, and hang out with us. You'll be at home with us. Yeah, definitely. Oh, you can even, like, on the website, you can uh, have me come and do a cooking demo now or they could come to our retreat they could come to our retreat <laughs> now we're just self-promoting because i'll be cooking all the food are you gonna help yeah cool yeah so yeah. we'll show you how to cook show you how to cook show you how to ferment yeah we can even sprout. show you how to sprout make your own nut milk mm. it'll be really cool yeah we'll put the um link to it below for those who are going yes this is me i need this yes and i did see exactly the same retreat with a hell of a lot less stuff there was no yoga. Sandra was doing yoga at our retreat. Um, and, you know, it was somebody a lot more famous than us, but it was a hell of a lot less in the actual inclusions. And it was ours is literally less than half the price. Yeah. So I was really surprised at that. Mm. <laughs> you know, you've got to make it affordable. That's like yeah. the organic food. You have to make it work for you. Yeah. And if you need to top up at the shop, that's fine. You yeah, and I mean? it happens. Like, oh, my God. And I think that the, like, number one thing is, like, don't – judge yourself no judgment no judgment no guilt no guilt yeah like you know if you go and have an ice cream 
but you're vegan, that's okay. Like it's okay to yeah. slip up sometimes and you don't have to label yourself no. either. It's you know, just, you go in the next day. It's like any diet. Yeah. I have so many women, you know, like my major part of my client base is weight loss and that tends to be women. It yeah. seems that I attract. So <clears throat> me too. One of the biggest things I have this conversation, it's that 80, 20 rule. Let's do this 80% of the time, make it sustainable, make it really healthy and doable for you. But if you want to have some birthday cake, please go and have the birthday cake. Food's got to bring you joy as well. And there's you yeah. know, a lot of our cultural stuff is around food. Yeah. So you've got to be happy with it. Totally. You've got to have the ice cream when you feel like it. Yeah. And move forward and move on and do the best that you possibly can 80% of the time. Yeah. And it's not what you do, you know, one time that matters. It's what you do like the rest yeah. of the time. So if you have that good intention and really love it, like enjoy eating, enjoy nourishing your body like enjoy preparing, preparing your food yeah. enjoy shopping enjoy so finding recipes shopping. i love talking to tim yeah he's fun he's great he put me up on his instagram because actually Aww, in, in the cookbook nice. it's his meat yeah so he was like look at this meat in the, Aww, you know, this is my great. meat and this is my cows and yeah what about the pig guy at the markets have you met him uh, well no because i don't need any pigs no he's great <laughs> but you can, no, you can look at his pictures i can look at his pictures of his, his little kids ride the pigs and like they're really big and <gasps> maybe i could adopt one they're so cute i really want to adopt a pig they're so cute. but i don't have anywhere to put it <laughs> that's what he does and one of the biggest complaints about him at the markets i hear people say is he never has any meat it's because he comes with these two styrofoam packs and he sells that's what he's got it. and that's it yeah and you know we that's need how more people be. doing that and then that feeds his family for the week and yeah. then he comes with more next, next week time. and we don't need to he doesn't need to have 10 styrofoam packs full of meat like no. Nobody needs that much pork. No. It's, you know, it's all about sustainability. And so I don't buy pork from every week. I buy it every second or third yeah. week. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. fine. It's, yeah. It's all that stuff, isn't it? Mm. Just be mindful, enjoy eating, and just honour yourself. Like, honour your body and... What feels know, good, what, what you feels believe, good. what makes you happy. Yeah. All Definitely. of those things and... It might take you five years to get to a point where you feel, you oh, know. I'm always on the amazing. journey. Me too. And I change my diet a lot, actually, yeah. depending on what I'm doing. So I yeah. just finished weightlifting, back to CrossFit. I need to account for that. Yeah. It needs to change. Yeah, definitely. So don't be afraid to try new things and not get stuck in a rut. Yeah. And if you mm. need help, then come and, like, talk to me or talk to Mel and, you know, we're happy to help you. Like, we've both been on... That's what we do. Like, yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> we love it. We do. And we've both been on, like, pretty, like, big health journeys in We've the last couple of years. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Our parasites are friends. They've gone to live somewhere else. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, yeah. So, you know, don't be, don't be afraid to ask for help when you need it. Thanks so much for your time. That's okay. Thanks for having me. See you guys. Bye. Bye.